Barigani, brother Jay. Moja. Moja, meaning unity, the first day of uh, Kwanzaa, um, where we uh, commemorate and honor the, the, the people uh, by lighting the black candle uh, and the candle holder that's called the what, brother Jay? Kinara. 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 So there's seven, there's seven candles mm -hmm. that are part of the Kinara. And uh, we always start with Moja and the black candle representing Correct. the people. So then there are the colors in the Kinara are red, black, and green. And so red represents and symbolizes the struggle of the people. Black symbolizes the people. And green symbolizes the hope and for the future for the people. So a Kinaro would be uh, if the equivalent of, say, like a menorah with Hanukkah or yeah. in terms of just the, the structure of the candles and how it's lit and every and each day has a, a symbolic meaning. Very similar, very similar. Yeah. And I think um, the beauty of it is. Um, right, you start with the unity, you start with the black candle that's in the middle and then outward in. So everything that you do pulls into the main candle, which is unity. Mm -hmm. And so for today, right, to strive for and maintain unity within the family, the community, the nation, and the race is what we are celebrating on the first day of Kwanzaa. Absolutely. Moja. So brother Kev, like thinking of Think, thinking of the year of 2020 mm -hmm. that we are in and and the gifts that 2020 has given us what are some ways that you you want to work on unity within the family the community the nation or the race moving forward for 2021 i mean all of it is very it's vitally important and, and uh you know, when you think about unity and, and how Kwanzaa was originally started uh, out of the necessity for unity um, in, in South Central Los Angeles at the time. And uh, for me, I think 2020 has kind of brought out, uh, brought to the surface a lot of division, you know, not just in the country, um, you know, based on your political views or where you live, uh, where your community is and located within the country, but we've there we've encountered a lot of division even within the black community um, along opinions, uh, whether it be, you know, do you get, uh, are you, uh, should we get, get, get the vaccine or not, <laughs> right? They're like I, I've seen brothers and sisters stand, standing on one side of that uh, discussion, uh, you know, well, should we vote or shouldn't we vote? because you know one candidate doesn't represent the black agenda while another does and then depending on who you ask you've seen influences and celebrities in, in prominent positions that have kind of stuck a flag in the sand on what their beliefs are which causes more more division and so i think that um 2020 has has really shown like the the fact that we have a lot of fences that we need to mend within our own community to 
have a clear path forward uh, you know, post pandemic, post this crazy election process, uh, and, and really come up with some tangible agenda items that um, may not solve the lack of unity, but uh, to be able to put things in play to try to cultivate the environment or at least aspire to, you know, create this environment of, of a unified front within our community. Um, it's interesting because even Brother Jay, we talked about uh, when they had the March on Washington over the summer and, you know, Reverend Nile, uh, it was organized by Reverend Nile and um, I forget who, who, who else organized it, but we was like, man, even with something that's supposed to bring us together, there were so many different opinions and processes that we we were like, yo, it doesn't look uniform. So therefore, if it's not uniform and it does, it looks like everybody's doing their own thing with the under under this umbrella, then like we kind of agree that there was no structure. And therefore, because we didn't believe that there was a lot of structure in place, then we also weren't um, in a position to kind of risk it all. <laughs> to attend because of the lack of structure so right. even in something that's supposed to bring us together on a unified front there's so many different pieces of the puzzle where i think division can easily just infiltrate any family any structure any organization any good cause or mission well right? and to, to, to your point always like even think back to when we was on the yard right one organization will have something and invite other organizations. For the most part, the majority would show up and support the vision of the event. But then you always had a few that would show up and either they're going to set a table up outside the event so they can promote their event. It was like, that's not what we're here for. Or they're going to show up in uh paraphernalia to an event we're supposed to be in business professional for so we can promote our organization. That's not what we're here for. Or as soon as the event lets out, because you know what the let out means, as soon yeah. as that event let out, you're going to have chanting and strolling. And it was like, mm, that's not what we're here for either. And so it's this thing where, and I won't say that it's just within the Black community, but it's this thing where a lot of people have a hard time being the supporting, being in the supporting role. Yeah, everybody wants to be Michael Jackson. Nobody wants to be Tito. Yeah, and and I think that's that's challenging, right? And I'll I'll even question some of my some of my friends when we're going to an event and they say, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z," or "Oh, this is what I'm going to wear." I'm like, "Why would you do that? What you mean?" I'm like, "Why would you do that? It's not your event." Like. One, stun on them, but also understand why we're, we're going to celebrate two people, not to draw attention to us. Like the whole entire event is, is about those two people. And I had the conversation with my mentee the other day, and we were talking about how, you know, at a black funeral, you always got that one that cry harder than what the preacher is preaching. Yeah, and it's always on cue fall over the yeah. fall over the casket and it was like man you falling over the casket but wasn't even like falling up the steps to come visit them when they was alive like why do we try to make things that aren't about us about us and i and i i really think we as a people can do a better job 
of playing the role of supporters. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, if you call me over to an event, my job is to come and support the event. Like, yo, do you need help? Nah, I'm good. Perfect. What you need me to do? Man, just enjoy yourself. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to enjoy myself because Kev said to enjoy myself. I'm not trying to go out. Oh, let me go and run and get this. I know we didn't want a three-tier cake. We didn't want any of that. Like, learn to play the supporting role. And I think when that happens, we can start to have more united fronts. Because going back to the Million Man March, um, it was challenging because you saw everybody had a different agenda and they posted it publicly online. And if we are going to move in the spirit of Umoja, it's, it's vital that one, we recognize that everybody can't be the driver at the same time. And sometimes we just need to show up. And that's okay. Yeah. Right. That's okay that, you know, that there's one person driving, you know, sometimes that's what, that's what it has to be. Um, and, and, but I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I, I do think that has a lot to do. Everybody wants the credit, mm-hmm. right? You know, everybody wants the credit, but not necessarily the, uh, the accountability for the work that is involved. Yeah. I, I really do think like that simple as that. Everybody wants the credit. And nobody wants the accountability for the work that's involved because Umoja, you, you know, to, to create this and foster this environment of community, like we, we've kind of learned this with the podcast and, and engaging with our listeners, that it takes a lot of work mm-hmm. to create the environment to begin to build community. Yes, sir. In unity, like you have to, you it's almost like you have to have a foundation. You got to lay down a very good foundation. You you said something in that I don't think you realize what you just said. You have to lay down a good foundation, but also unity requires sacrifice, right? It, and so it does. We're going to have to lay down some of our personal agendas. And the thing that resonates with me is one of my late mentors once said. He said, "Either the house will have one vision." or it will end up in division. And we have to figure this thing out as a people. We wanna come together, but then when we come together, right? We got each group doing their own thing. Like, oh, okay, well, cool. Going back to, um, let's take, for example, we all go to an outside event and everybody that shows up brings their own food and do their own thing at their car or at their tent. And then when we come to the space all together, the only thing we got is remnants in our cup or a plate that we're bringing from our table instead of bringing what we brought to the center mm-hmm. so we can make a bigger feast. Yeah. And, I, and, and I think that's, that's where we start. We start by recognizing uh, we as a community are going to have more because I'm giving, I'm bringing what I have. Exactly. Right. And it's, it was similar to that picture. There was a there was a picture I remember sharing it when we worked together, and it was a group of African kids in a circle, and um, two of them were given a food like a snack, and they didn't eat it at first because everyone didn't get one, and then they broke off a piece and made sure everybody had a piece. They sat down in a circle and they ate together, and it was the. The, the Ubuntu principle of I am because we are. And so if I have it, you got it as well because I have it. Yeah. 
And I think we need to get back to that foundation because when you when you that's look where the through, sacrifice comes in that you were talking about. Absolutely. Too. Right. Yeah. When you look when you look at years past. Right. Even things that they do in the black church or just the black community as a whole. We don't do block parties no more where everybody brings something contributed to that long spread and everybody's dancing and having a good time. We don't do that anymore because we're divided by by territorial lines or we're divided uh divided by railroads and so oh the I, flex man like this it's the flex culture too yeah not knowing that if it wasn't for your neighbor you probably wouldn't have a lot of what you have the unspoken things but i think we could get back to the spirit of umoja um within with within our families within our community the nation and the race but it starts at home it, it, it really does. It really does, man. And, you know, and regardless if, if you're part of a, you know, the, the a family in a traditional sense, uh, where you have a, a married couple and, and two kids and a dog, or if you're in a blended family, or if, if you're in a, a situation where, uh, you know, the family unit looks different in different households, you know, but I think it's even more important to um, you know, build unity, not only across uh, conflict, but also across generations too, man. Like, I think we've, we've kind of lost sight of um, a lot of the traditional values that our ancestors had. Cause we feel, we feel like, you know, things are so at our fingertips, information comes so quick. So mm -hmm. yeah, I don't need to be part of the, I, I look at it like the circle of trust the mm -hmm. circle of trust and uh, meet the parents. <laughs> like, okay, well, you know, it's this, you know, this uh, emoji, this is the circle of trust collectively as a, a unit. But we as individuals, we have our own kind of dilemmas that prevent us from trusting the circle fully. Yeah. But the circle doesn't work unless everybody buys into it. Absolutely. And I think I'll say this and I'll, and I'll, I'll lay it to rest. We have to, we have to go beyond the principle of unity and go into the practice of unity, right? We have all these things in our idea where we, in our head where we say, this is what we're gonna do, this is what we wanna do. And the example was no matter how many books a swimmer reads about swimming, they eventually have to jump into the water. Mm -hmm. And so this is the call to action for all people to jump into the water and it's time to swim. Together. Umoja. Emoji. That's all right. That's all right, man. So, so the black candle is lit, and we will uh, just have another discussion about self determination. Come on.